It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Orlando Magic are... Well, they're, they're still winless in Summer League. Uh, and we still don't quite know who's going to get those two-way spots. We also maybe don't care. I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, just, it is what it is. Whatever it is, it's time for Locked On Magic. So let's get to it. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is July 14th, 2023. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, the Orlando Magic fall once again in Summer League, this time to the Portland Trailblazers. Anthony Black and Jet Howard sit out, and so we're left wondering what else is there to learn from this Summer League experience, experiment, whatever we want to call it, because... Uh, it's rough out there, folks. It is rough indeed. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, this great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. As expected, the Orlando Magic opted to sit out Anthony Black and Jet Howard um, in this fourth summer league game. We got two summer league games left. Yes, there was a fifth one. It was just added. It was always on the schedule, but the, it's been confirmed. It's you know the the date time opponent has been finalized. We will see the Boston Celtics on Saturday, uh, six thirty tip off there. I'm probably not going to pot about that one unless something crazy happens until Monday. Monday, we'll see how I feel. I I, I don't know what that game yet because it's it's hey there's an Orlando City game that night that I want to watch and 
B, it's Summer League, as, as this game very much confirmed. Um, so no Anthony Black, no Jed Howard. They're done for Summer League. Orlando was going to get a good and, and better look at all the other players on this roster. And, and, you know, I think from the moment the Summer League roster came out, I said, yeah, there are some interesting players here, uh, some guys that I highlighted. But overall, I, I think I was pretty clear that I, I was not thrilled with the Summer League roster. Um, it just didn't have enough size. It wasn't going to necessarily, and, and I think this is like such a big thing, it, it wasn't going to simulate who the Magic are in the regular season. And I think, all, and, and yes, there were a lot of like versatile players, but they're all 2-3 versatile, not 3-4 versatile or 4-5 versatile. Um, it, I just was not impressed with the group that the Magic put together. Um, again, to me, for Anthony Black, for Jed Howard, what you want to try to do is simulate a little bit what their role, not necessarily what their roles are going to be, because they're going to be doing a little bit more uh, in summer league than they would in, in the regular season. But you want to simulate a little bit of the looks and players they're going to play around with. And I get it. There's only one Paolo Bancaro. There's only one Franz Wagner. Those guys don't just grow on trees. The Magic have a type, and they needed to find that type. And look, all due respect, I like Audius Tony. We'll talk about him. Audius Tony, um, we'll talk about him. I like Dexter Dennis. We'll talk about him. But just frankly, no one on this Magic roster is standing out. And we've, we've said this as we've watched this team. When Anthony Black and Jet Howard aren't on the floor, this Magic roster really struggled. This Magic roster just couldn't seem to put all the pieces together. They got run out of the gym, put the Magic in a hole in both the Indiana game and the Detroit game in the, sec in the second quarters of those games. And, you know, again, I credit Dylan Murphy. I'll credit this team. They fight really, they continue to fight really hard, but fighting hard without direction is really tough. And it's summer league. It's very easy to lose your direction. So now you take out Kevon Harris, who was a big stabilizer as well. You take out Caleb Houston. You take out Anthony Black. You take out uh, Jed Howard. And oh boy, did you have a rough showing. Um, this was... This was not a fun game by any stretch of the imagination. Orlando was down, was up 12 to 8 early in the first quarter. And energy was good, but they weren't hitting shots. And eventually, Portland, with the talent that they have, they were still playing Shaden Sharp. They were still playing Chris Murray. They didn't play particularly well. Eventually, the magic really, really struggled because Portland does have a lot of those like high energy, versatile, long defenders that the magic really should have been trying to get. Um, to stack their to stack Osceola with, um, you know, I, I'm a big believer that the Magic need to find a, a versatile forward to cover themselves at power forward um, because right now they are going to rely on Jonathan Isaac to play a significant number of games, and if he doesn't, Chima Okeke is going to be playing a lot of minutes, and you know, unless they're playing less of Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner together, this is a concern. The Magic needed to find something with that two way spot to fill to fill those minutes, to fill those minutes. And we might see some Mo Wagner with Wendell Carter. We might see some Mo Wagner with Goga Batadze. And we'll see if that works. Maybe that's a plan. Maybe that is a good plan. Uh, but I, the Magic just got run out of the gym. They're down 45 to 19 at the half. So down 26 at the half. Game is over. The Magic, I think we're shooting less than 20% for good chunk of that first half. 
one for, I think they were one for 11, one for 12 on three pointers at one point. You have nights like that. And obviously it's summer league. So, you know, you're still dealing with guys who, you know, they've been together for now two, maybe three weeks. They're struggling to run stuff and they're obviously super young, super young. So they're, they're, they're prone to make mistakes. They're prone to, to be in the wrong spots. It's, it's just not pretty. Like plain and simple, it's just not pretty. And so it's not good. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't know I don't know what else to say. Um again, I will credit the magic. They fought hard. They got themselves at least back to respectability. They ended up losing the game uh 88 to 71. So they got it under 20. 17 was about as close as they got all game long. They they got out they got out to a good start in the third quarter, got it down to 20, got it down under 20 a few times. Never really got over the hump to, to make it serious, but they kept fighting, they kept defend, they kept playing defense, they kept trying to get themselves back in the game. So, you know, they made the most of these 40 minutes. And look, maybe they just had a really bad 12 minutes, which is a quarter. Um, and again, it's you're gonna get embarrassed. These are pros. Um, they had just they just had really bad moments. And, and again, I, I'm, I'm waiting for someone on this team to step up. I, I'm waiting for someone on this team to demand that the magic give them that two way contract. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there's an injury involved in this, but Elijah Hughes did not play yesterday, did not play today. I'm kind you know, he didn't necessarily stand out to me. I know he started, uh, started the game for Kevon Harris on, on, on Monday against the Pistons. Uh, against the Pacers, excuse me. Um, he didn't necessarily stand out to me, but you know he might be taking one of those two-way spots, and so the Magic have to find someone to fill those up, fill that other spot. And, and I, just, I just, I don't think it's on this roster. To be perfectly honest, like I, 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 I will say that comfortably. I don't think the Magic second two, the one of the Magic's two-way guys, honestly. I would say both of the Magic's two-way guys. Uh, I know I just said what I said about Elijah Hughes, but I don't think either of them are on this roster. And I want to get to that a little bit later on in the show, talk a little bit about the guy. Uh, we'll go through the box score, obviously. We'll talk about some of the some of the reasons why some of these guys aren't on that list to make a two-way spot with this team. But obviously, I know why a lot of you are here. I, I read the comments. I know I shouldn't. I read the comments. Kai Soto at last made his summer league debut, obviously super popular in Las Vegas, obviously carrying the hopes of a nation on his back. We'll talk a little bit about what we saw from Kai Soto, why there was a lot of good, but still a lot of concern for his long-term NBA future. I'm going to be, I'm going to be perfect. I'm going to be positive, constructive criticism here. Um, I want to be realistic with you all about this, but we're going to give Kai Soto his due. Uh, since he waited so long to get on the floor, we'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at Bird Dogs. You know, it is hot here in Florida. I don't know if you know that. Uh, it gets very, very hot. Uh, I went outside today. Uh, just I, I live across the street from the post office. I had to go to the post office to do something. Yeah, I still send some snail mail occasionally. Uh, and I was not looking forward to going outside. But the best part of going outside here in Florida is I get to wear comfortable shorts that are going to keep me comfortable. Keep you know, I'm not going to feel the heat 
when I'm wearing my bird dogs. That's the point I want to get across. I'm not going to feel that heat because they're made of this special fabric that looks like khakis. They look really, really nice, but they absorb all that moisture. They keep you nice and cool so you don't have to worry about the ridiculous humidity that exists in Florida. Bird dog shorts actually do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And they don't look like they're Lululemon. They don't look like they're gym shorts. They look like actual khakis. I've actually worn their slacks, their long, their long pants to work. That's how confident I am that they look good and that they feel good and comfortable too. This cloud knit fabric that I've been describing looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric as well that keeps you cool and dry all day long. That's so important here in Florida. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or enter promo code LockedOnNBA for a free Yeti-style tumbler. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or promo code LockedOnNBA for free Yeti-style tumbler. Check out all the great options that they have, both with liners and without, shorts, pants, you name it. You don't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. I am happy to announce um, that I am starting Patreon, um, you know, to get all the latest on Locked on Magic, on Orlando Magic Daily. Still going to be free. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm still, I still want to provide the bulk of my services for free, but I want to add an extra layer to our community. We have a Discord server uh, for Orlando, Orlando Magic Daily Discord server, um, as well as kind of supplement some of the articles that I write in Orlando Magic Daily, as well as talk about here on Locked On Magic. If you want to take that extra step, go the extra mile, check out my, my Patreon page today. Go to at philiprr underscore omd. It is the pinned tweet at the top. Check it out today. I'll be posting links from that as well. I really, really appreciate all your support. Whether you just want to remain a free supporter, I appreciate that as well. But check out, um, I'm going to be, Posting maybe some free art, some free uh, uh, premium content uh, in the coming days, just going to show a little bit of what I'm thinking of of adding to the Patreon as well. Check it out today. Again, go to tw- go to my Twitter page at Philip R underscore OMD. We put it up right there again here um, at Philip R underscore OMD uh, to check out uh, the Patreon page. It is the pinned tweet at the top, so check it out today. But let's. Get into it. Um, I, I have been reading. Every, I, I read the comments um, after after I record every episode. I go through the comments from the previous day. So if you see me respond to stuff at like weird hours, that's because that's when I go through the comments. It's more moderation. Just want to make sure everyone's kind of being friendly and nice to everyone, which everyone always is. Um, but undoubtedly, um, Magic fans have noticed it. I've noticed it. Um, over the last month or so, as the rumors came out, as the rumors came out, and the Magic did in fact add Kai Soto to their uh, summer league team, 
I've seen an increase of traffic for it. I'm not going to die. So thank you to all the new listeners who have joined the Locked On Magic and Online Magic Daily families um, to try and find information on this. I'm, I apologize that I haven't maybe done uh, done as much. I have tried to speak about him and talk a little bit about him when I can. Uh, we are still, you know, I'm still serving the larger Orlando Magic community, so I don't want to pay too much attention to Summer League guy because Summer League is Summer League and Summer League is Summer League. Um, I want to say first, I appreciate the passion that these fans are bringing to the team. Um, I know that they are looking after their guy and, and I really appreciate that passion. I know how I feel. Um, you know, I, I'm a, I'm American, but I'm Jewish. So I always, you know, I always tend to support Israeli players. So I was always, I was very happy when Denny Avdi got drafted when, when he did. I, I really, the Magic were the first team to draft an Israeli born player in Lear Eliyahu uh, way back in 2000. 6, 2007, somewhere in there. I think it was the Frame Vasquez draft, actually. So neither of them actually played in the NBA. Um, you know, my family's from, Lith- uh, my mom's family's from originally from Lithuania. So I've always had a soft spot for Li- for Lithuania. Uh, my dad's family is from, my dad's family originated in Hungary. So I've always had a little bit of soft spot for Hungary, not so much anymore because of the politics in the region and the politics of why my family had to leave Hungary. Um, but nonetheless, I understand the passion that is coming uh, for him, uh, you know, the Philippines has loved basketball for a very, very long time. Uh, they're getting ready to host the FIBA World Cup. So we will be staying up to watch a lot of games in the Philippines because the U.S. is playing all their games in the Philippines this this summer. So we'll get to see plenty of Paolo Bancaro playing in, in the Philippines and hopefully continuing to inspire basketball to grow uh, in, in that country as well as all over the world. And, you know, look, a lot is being asked of Kai Soto here. Um, you know, it is not easy being the first to do anything. And for those who don't know, Kai Soto is aiming to become the first Filipino-born player. Um, there have been players who have represented the Philippines, like Andre Blotch, um, you know, somehow got, I, I don't know, I don't want to say somehow because that's disrespectful, but um, he got Filipino citizenship. He was able to play for the Philippines in international basketball. Um, Kai Soto is the first Filipino-born player who is trying to make it to the NBA. And look, he is very, very close. Being in summer league itself, is a very close step. It is two, three steps away from being in the NBA. And I get, and I understand, and, and I'm with you guys on the frustration that he did not play before this game, but this this fourth game of Summer League. I, I really honestly did think, and I tried to respond to people who were a little upset that he didn't play in the first game. I really did think the Magic were going to kind of swap um, second units through the first first couple Summer League games. That's typically what they've done in the Summer, in the summer, league, op- in the summer league opportunities. So I thought that we would see Kai Soto play a little bit in Monday's game. I was surprised that he didn't as well. I'm going to defer to the coaches there. They see more practice than we do uh, and, and and so on and so forth. All these guys were going to get opportunities though. And, and I, I tried to make that very, very clear as I talked to a lot of you as, as everyone's going to get their chance to play. And so I had no doubt that Soto was going to play at some point. Uh, you know, yes, would I like to see him maybe get a shot with Anthony Black, with Jet Howard, you know, with some of the better players so that you could be set, set up a little bit better. Absolutely. I think that benefits everyone. When you play with better players, you tend to play better and you tend to look better. Um, so, you know, I, I wish he would have gotten that opportunity. Having said that, every opportunity is an opportunity and you do learn a lot. And look, I will say this about Kai Soto. He is involved. Um, that is a good thing. I played plenty of pickup basketball games in my life where I'm just not involved. Um, and you know, look, I know my role on a team. I'm usually the fourth or fifth score. I'm not trying to take over games or anything like that, 
But to be involved is is still a huge step. Um, Soto, in his minutes, put numbers up. Uh, six points, three for seven shooting, four rebounds, two offensive rebounds, three blocks. Uh, did have two turnovers, had a foul. He was active and engaged. And look, I think that's important. Um, you know, again, this is maybe too much of a baseline that, than, than you want to hear, but he was active and engaged. And for his first summer league game, he found ways to impact the game. He found ways to make his presence known. And it wasn't just because the fans were getting crazy for him. He put himself in positions to score. He put himself in the dunker spot for Tiger Campbell to drop it off to him. He put himself in a position to get an offensive rebound and a putback. He put himself in position to come over from the weak side and block a shot. That stuff is valuable, and that's why he's going to play games. I don't know if he's going to end up in Osceola. I don't know if he's going to – in Kissimmee. If the Osceola Magic to play in Kissimmee. I don't know how I'm going to reference that. So um, I may go back and forth on that a little while uh, for those who, who hang with us. Um, I don't know where he's going to play. But he's going to play professional basketball somewhere. Um, I would hope it'll be in a league that's a little bit better than Japanese league. No offense to the Japanese league. I'm all for helping leagues grow. Uh, but – he is a player. He can play professional basketball. The problem is, I think what we saw on Thursday, uh, on Thursday is a question of whether he can play NBA basketball. NBA basketball is a very specific brand of basketball. And I, watching Soto play, I could see the impact he can make, but you can also very clearly see the flaws that he has. Um, first off, and, and this might be just because it was his first game, so I expect him to be better uh, on Saturday, I assume he will play on Saturday as well. Um, the game just looked fast for him. Um, it just looked like he was just not able to move at the speed that this league requires. Um, you know, there's there's one play where he got caught in drop coverage uh, and just got absolutely burned. And 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 you know, he was backpedaling and, and just. I didn't have faith that he would be able to kind of step up and make the stop. And he gave up a floater. And that was that there were a lot of plays where he really got out muscled on the, on the block. Um, yes, he had four rebounds. He had two offensive rebounds. So it's not like he's not in good position, but there was just a reticence at times. I felt like to be physical and like, that's, that's a big deal when you're a big, having a big, who is not physical, that's, especially when you're trying to make an enemy, when you don't have another skill to kind of fill in for that, that that's killer. That's, that's the death now. Um, so is it possible that he ends up with the Osceola magic this year? Yeah, I think, I think there's at least the possibility the magic say, Hey, let's, let's give it a year to really work with him, see where he is next year at summer league and then decide. I don't think he's in line for a two way contract. I think that he's just not at that level at that level yet. Um, He's made some strides, no doubt about it. You know, and I'm very interested to see how he plays Saturday. I think a big thing for me in summer league is can you be better uh, at the end of summer league? Can you progress through summer league? You know, seeing a progression is a really, really big thing. I like Soto. I, I do like Soto. I think he's comfortable working on the perimeter, which is a big, big thing. Um, he looked comfortable taking the jumpers that he did take. I like that little post move that he had that ended in a fadeaway jumper. He missed it, but I, I like the confidence taking that shot. Um, but it's just the processing and speed of the game just felt a little fast for him. And so we'll see if that looks better on Saturday. I suspect that it will. Um, and we'll see if he looks a little bit more comfortable and shows us a little bit more of what he can do. 
I, I do think that there is something there, um, but it's it's far from NBA level. I just I want to be real, you know, for for those who are listening, trying to get their Kai Soto fix. There is something there. He is a good player. He he's going to play professionally somewhere around the world. I don't know where. I'd love to see him. You know, maybe get a look. Adriatic League's probably too too physical. I'd love to see maybe get a look in Israel. Like Israel would be a good spot for him. I feel like. Um, you know, it's a little less physical than Australia. A little bit more of the skill based game that we see in FIBA play and Europe play. But uh, I don't think. I just don't think he's NBA ready. Like that. That's that's my honest assessment after one game. I want to see how he progresses and what he does on Saturday, and then we'll see if Osceola is an option for him. It wouldn't surprise me if the Magic do intend to keep to 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 get him in Osceola uh, in the G League, and you know keep him around. He's he's nearby, and see what he can do on, on, on that stage in that in that setting. The G League, for those that don't know, I think that would be a great place for him. G League doesn't play a lot of defense. It's a very offensive league. Um, the guys who defend are the ones that tend to go get promoted to the NBA. Um, but I think that would be a good, I think, again, just he needs a year to kind of season and develop a little bit. And I know he's 21. He's getting a little bit, a little bit up there. Um, but the skills are there. They're just getting them up to NBA level is, is, is it's hard. It's really, really hard to make this league. There's only what 450, 500 spots or something like that. It, it's really, really hard. Um, and so I, I, I think there's something there, but it's just not all the way there. We will talk about the rest of the box score, who else stands out, and who is trying to button line for a two-way spot. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. That's going to be uh, Randy or Rosarena. I'm sorry. Just that, 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 that's, that's a free tip. It's going to be Randy. You know, you know it's going to be Randy. Um, there's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. I want to thank you again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Part of my, if you're part of my everyday crew, I'm gonna probably bite the bullet. I'll probably do a quick episode on the Magic Summer League game on Saturday. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that. 
Also, be sure to go to Philip at Philip R underscore OMD and check out uh, my new Patreon page as well. And while you're while you're around, check out our friends at Locked at Locked On Rays as MLB begins its second half of its season. Um, it's very very exciting. The Rays are a very very fun team to watch. But let's finish up today's episode. Run through the final box. Run through the rest of the box where we talked about Soto uh, plenty. Um, I want to satisfy that that part of my fan base. Um, frankly, again, just not a lot to get excited about. Um, you know, I, I kind of tease this up, and, and I think we'll talk more about this Monday as we recap all of Summer League. Um, this is just, no one is standing out to get that two-way spot. Um, no one is, like, heads and tails above anyone else to get a two-way spot. Um this was just, this was a, the Magic's offense has not been good in Summer League. And again, some of it is they just don't have shooters outside of Jet, outside of Jet Howard and Kevon Harris and Caleb Houston. Those guys are gone. Um, Orlando shoots 30.6%, 26 for 85, 6 for 35 from beyond the arc to 17.1%. They don't get to the line, 13 for 18 from the foul line. Um, I think they got to the line. They did not get to the line more than Portland. So there you go. There goes that. Um, you know, usually when we get to Summer League, we know the guys that we actually care about watching. We know the guys that are going to be part of the roster and we put a lot of focus on them, but there's usually one or two guys that plays a significant number of games and you just kind of fall in love with in summer league. Um, you know, this just does all, all the things the right way. And, you know, honestly, like that, that guy just isn't there. Um, there are guys that I think have done well and have done some good things, but you know, like DJ Wilson's not eligible for two-way contract. 11 points, 5 for 11 shooting, 0 for 4 from deep, 6 rebounds, 2 blocks. He played better in this game. Uh, I get why he's out there. He, he's a veteran, so he provides a lot of stability for uh, for the for the Magic's rookie players. But, you know, I know DJ Wilson's like right on the outskirts of the NBA, and, and I think he dominates on the G League level, but I can't say what his NBA skill is. You know, Quindari Weatherspoon, same deal. Uh, 11 points, 4 for 11, shooting 1 for 2 from deep. 6 assists, 6 deals, 3 turnovers. Like, he did good things. Quindari Weatherspoon is a solid player overall. In the, in the grand scheme of things, he's a very good player. But what is his NBA skill? What does he do at the NBA level that's going to translate and make a team better? You know, can he be a stopgap point guard? Sure. But... You know, we've seen him drive way too much and lose the ball and, you know, be a bit of a gunner. And, and that's not a good thing. Um, to me, like, the guys that stood out in this game are guys that, you know, they're just they're just not there. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, Dexter Dennis, I thought, played really well. And, and, and interestingly, plus three on the game. 16 points, six for 14, shooting two for seven from deep, two for three from the foul line, two steals. I, you know, I think if there's a player that has stood out so far, it's Dexter Dennis. He defends really well. He can hit the three a little bit. He can shoot a little bit from the outside. You don't want him creating, which he's had to do, but he plays hard. He can finish above the rim. There's a lot I like about Dexter Dennis. Is he a two-way guy? Not in the same way that we clearly saw that Kevon Harris was last year with the Timberwolves and clearly saw again this year. Um, is he a good candidate to be on the Osceola Magic next year? Absolutely. Give him an Exhibit 10 contract. Keep him in the keep him in the system. Bring him to camp. Try and get him to improve that jumper. 
We'll see what he looks like next year. And, and maybe he's the two-way contract that replaces uh, Kevon Harris when his two-way contract expires. That's not a bad idea. Um, but that's kind of the level we're talking about here. Um, Adis Tony, I like him a lot. Six points, two for six shooting, seven rebounds, three blocks, two steals. This guy gets after it defensively, and he is big. He is big for his size, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, he can guard up a position. I really like Audis Tony. He defends at a high level, and, and that's going to always get you noticed. If he could score just a little bit better, he'd be a shoe-in for a two-way contract. But again, none of these guys are kind of the whole package or the whole thing that you're looking for from a two-way contract. Um, the other guy I think that's been getting a lot of looks in the summer league is Robert Baker. Six points, six rebounds, three offensive rebounds, just two for nine shooting, one for five from deep. Um, he's a good rebounder. I, I, I mean, I think Robert, I mean, I think Baker does a decent job on the glass. He will get contested rebounds. He will fight for positioning. The dude is like zero touch around the basket with his right hand. It's too soft with his left hand. It's too hard. Um, just zero touch around the basket. And he's not a good enough rebounder. Uh, and, and, you, know, you know, I'm being critical. I'm being hard here because, you know, we're giving out a valuable piece of real estate on the Magic roster here. He's not a good enough rebounder to warrant how just ineffective he's been offensively. Um, I think Orlando really did want to give him a hard look. He played really well for Lakeland last year. Um I think they wanted to give him a hard look. They've given him that hard look, and it's been, I don't want to say rough because that's that's too harsh. It's been inconsistent. Um, Tiger Campbell would be the other guy to mention. Uh, I, you know, I think Tiger Campbell plays really hard. 10 points, 5 assists, 3 for 12 shooting, 2 for 6 from beyond the arc. The guy plays hard. The guy gets after it. He's just too small. Like, I, I hate saying that because, you know, it shouldn't matter, but it does. If you're going to be that small, if you're going to be if you're going to be an NBA player six foot or shorter, you got to either be elite at creating separation for your mid range jumper, or you got to be elite at finishing at the basket. Um, Campbell will hit open threes, um, you know, and that's 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 important. He is a smart player. He's a he's a pure point guard. He knows how to run a team, and this Magic team was better for him having run this team. He was only in a game where the Magic were down by twenty six at one point, in a game where the Magic were down by more than 15 the entire second half. He was minus three. In fact, the whole starting lineup, let me just roll through this. Audis Tony minus six. Dexter Dennis plus three. DJ Wilson minus one. Kim Dari Weatherspoon minus three. Tiger Campbell minus three. The problem for the Magic was not their starters once again. It's never been their starters this entire summer league. Their bench just lacks everything. Their, their bench just lacks defensive cohesion. It, it's too small. Like it, it just teams are just running the magic out of the gym when that second unit t- takes the floor. Um, so again, I like Tiger Campbell. I just don't think he's a magic player. I don't think he's an NBA player. I like Dexter Dennis. There are things I want to see him improve to get to that NBA level. I like Audie Stoney. There are things that he needs to improve. Robert Baker. It's it's not it's not clicking with me. Um, the things that you need to see from a center, he's okay at them. He's not great at them. And that's just kind of how I feel about this entire summer league roster. There are interesting things about a lot of players, but there's no one guy that I'm like, this guy is knocking on the door of the NBA. You know, DJ Wilson, maybe to some extent, but he's not an option for this team because the magic don't have the roster space for him, nor should they. 
there are just a lot of guys that I think are that need some seasoning in the G League that just aren't NBA level players. And that's going to make filling these last two two-way spots that much more difficult. Now, look, again, we'll go over this again Monday, but I expect Audis Tony. I even expect Tiger Campbell. I expect Dexter Dennis. I expect Robert Baker to get Exhibit 10 contracts. I expect them to be in training camp uh, for this team uh, in October. In October, um, I expect them to be on the Osceola Magic next year. But, you know, we're we're looking to kind of complete this Magic roster. We The Magic do need, should, the Magic, in my opinion, have not accomplished what they needed to accomplish um, or everything they need to accomplish in Summer League because these two-way spots are important. They're not as important as maybe they were last year, but they are important. And the Magic have left themselves a little bit exposed and open on that front. But, you know, that's, what do I know? I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just watching the games. Um, I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the homies on the podcast to your podcast enable listening device for latest on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. And also check out our Patreon. Just go to at philiprr underscore omd. Check out that pinned tweet to learn a little bit more. Uh, hopefully be sharing some fun content uh, from that throughout the rest of the summer and heading into uh, what should be a very fun season this year. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Match. We'll be back uh, Saturday night. I'll go ahead and do it. We'll be back Saturday night. We'll recap the Magic's final Summer League game. We'll recap all of Summer League on Monday. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.